we're basically going to have to do like CB rules and like you talk <laughs> until um, you're done and then you say over and then the next person gets to talk can I say 10-4 good buddy if is that a thing happy. but you have to say over at the end of it uh, what does 10-4 good buddy mean uh, well I'm assuming 10-4 means something specific but I don't know what 10-4 means all I, all, all I can like my brain immediately just goes to 10 forward, which doesn't help at all I think it just means everything's fine. Quick, somebody Google ten four. I am literally doing that right now. It just okay means okay. Oh, it's um. Apparently, one of so one of a lot of ten codes. Wag one, me brethren. This be a twenty seventeen remix. Play the music, TT, your cute little engine. We two star podcast, we are great. Spreading love, denouncing hate. Posh and white and southern too. We're the really middle class crew. We check our privilege. All different things to say on internet's pretender waves. Steam ports, wanking claws, and bellends. Graham and his friends. Graham, he's a cheeky chum. Imagining things in football men's song Campbell Adam likes to have a moan about politics and Apple phones. Daniel likes erotic fanfic and looking at foreskin dick pics. Uncut Christopher has bad internet. Fart balloon brown oak. <laughs> We're two star podcast, we are great. Spreading love, denouncing hate. We don't do bants cause we're not lads Our comedy accents are very bad All with different things to say on internet's pretender waves Poo and farts and dick pic nudes and his co-accused We two star podcast, we are great Spreading love, denouncing hate Our listenership is very few But we love every one of you Even Pooh Man! I have to say, intended in a hopeful way. Cold brew hipster, please be my friend. I'm sorry I called you a So if it means okay, why don't they just say okay? Because that's quicker than saying 10-4, isn't it? I think 10-4 is more distinctive. Yeah, like, it's like using the NATO phonetic alphabet. It's to make sure that you don't get misheard. And you know, someone thinks you're saying something else. Yeah. Okay, like ten fourteen. What does ten fourteen mean? Well, no one's going to mistake okay for ten fourteen. No, but they might. You well, might. That's mistake. why you say good buddy afterwards. <laughs> you, you might mistake. Just to make sure that you, um, it's clear that's not the end of the sentence. I think good buddy is an is a not standard. I think that you might okay, so intend the, to I, say I have, ten fourteen. I have a list of the police get, ten codes here. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, ten four is affirmative, or okay. Um, ten nine is say again. Uh, All right. Then there's a couple for signal weak and signal good. Mm. Ten there's fourteen a, is convoy or escort. Well, you see, that's quite. 
that, that right, that's okay. an important thing to differentiate because it could be a lot of trucks or it could be a hooker. <laughs> yes. Uh, also, that appears <laughs> to only apply to Norfolk, Virginia. <laughs> no, apparently it's. Um... I'm, just, I'm looking. There's like I've got a thing with like a list of the ten codes for different areas. There's, there's APCO, which is the like yes. standard one, which is the Association of Police Communication Officers, uh, and according to that, ten fourteen is just message or information. Really. Oh, because yeah. well, I'm looking at Wikipedia, so obviously it's oh, well, not I that mean, accurate. Yeah, I was going to say, that's probably been filled in by somebody who was, like, from Virginia. Yeah. Um, anyway, this is possibly the most boring content we've ever done. <laughs> that's what is... you think. Um, but I, I, think I think it's, it's fascinating. No, you don't. I mean, it is quite an interesting thing, because it, it always amuses me just how kind of bad people are at communicating over the phone or radio. Mm-hmm. And how few people can actually use the NATO phonetic alphabet properly, but also and just immediately resort to like, you know, M for mother. Yeah. M for Nancy. Yes. Um. <laughs> is, that, is that is that it? You've run out. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, pretty that's much. Literally all of the M words that Dan knows. Yes. So M for Nancy is not a joke. Um. um. Oh, I can use this one quite a lot. 10-3 is stop transmitting. 10-3, <laughs> Chris. 10-3. Oh, that's mean. Yep. So, this is... Also, 10-30 applies to you. Does not conform to rules and regulations. Mm, that's or fair. Illegal use of radio. Oh, um, 10-32 as well. Is drunkometer available? Man, drunkometer. What a great word. It's a terrible word. Not a drunkometer, honestly. Mm. Um, so, it, it, technically, this episode is filling in for uh, episode 173, uh, which would have happened were everybody here and Chris not joining us via satellite link up. Uh, last hence week, the delay. You didn't do one last week, did you? No, uh, we last do, week no, we, did, we couldn't have done one last week because everyone was dead. Yeah. Last week, hell visited London. Because it was um, 134 degrees centigrade and yeah. everybody died. Yeah. All right. It was quite nice here. Plus, I've got aircon. Yeah, so, um, yeah, well, exactly. You've got aircon and buildings that are designed for the heat, so fuck you. Yes. Um, whereas we did not. So that was yep. good. Uh, so. This this episode will primarily be a lament at the fact that I have not yet bought my euros and the pound is now worthless. When we started my when we started our trip, it was about one seventeen, and we thought yeah. about changing yeah. a big chunk of money, and we thought no, because mm. it can't go much lower, can it? And then Boris no, Johnson happened, stable. and you know there was some there was a bit of a bounce. The pound, you know, it was starting to recover slightly from kind of the. The, the pits it had been in and people are just kind of accepted the whole like well it's kind of delayed now until October we can forget about it and like well, yeah we're kind of doing okay you know it hadn't recovered but it was stable and everything was sort of and then Boris Johnson comes in and within literally five days of taking office he's tanked the pound to like record low levels um, which I mean is quite an achievement. If you're gonna mm. if you're gonna stamp your your mark as a politician, you know, coming in as a new prime minister, one way to do it, I guess, is completely devalue your currency. Yeah. Um, although there are still people making the argument that you know, to be fair, the pound was always overvalued anyway, and this is just a necessary market <laughs> correction. Yeah. 
st still, they're still what's making that argument. Market correction. I don't even yes. want to know what's a necessary market correction is. Well, this, obviously. Oh, I just want all the bricks just to die in a fire. Um, so, on on the subject of, uh, of our holiday mm. foreign exchange, um, I have been trying to work out what I'm going to do. Because um, everyone's kind of got their head of me. I think, I don't know whether, Dan, I don't think you've you've provided a a thing yet a on thing the, the yet? calendar. Like no, a, a I haven't. So we've got two days basically, yeah. which are the first two days, so the the Haydenless days. Yeah. Oh, the uh, one yeah. that I'm looking really looking forward to those the most. Yeah, they're okay. a bit like the Halcyon days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it obviously means that we're we're a man down, so to yeah. speak. Uh, which, you know, whatever. But I'm hey, just doesn't Hayden arrive on Friday? Yeah, but I don't think he arrives until the evening. Yeah. True. Okay. So anything we do during the day will be will mm. be sons sons Hayden or whatever. Yeah. What's the what's the Portuguese for without? Come on, Chris, you're our linguistic expert. So, senza is Italian, and Italian is quite close to Portuguese. I mean, yes. Yeah, so I mean, arguably, French is closer to Portuguese. No, it isn't. Geographically, no, no. Help. Okay, it's sem. Sem. Language. Sem. Sem. For sem Hayden. There we go. Yes. Yeah. So that's that's a bit better. Um, so yeah, I, I've I've been trying to plan. I'm thinking I might I might just not bother. Just <laughs> have a nice have a nice relaxing day around the pool. Um, we don't have a pool. Maybe we don't maybe, have a pool. Well, I mean, <laughs> we can make one. I mean, we do have like an entire sea. Just like flood the living room and. <laughs> <laughs> it's not our house. Mm. Um. I I just thought it would be you know. Why who wants to go places and do things? I can do that at home. <laughs> so, yeah, no fair. Are you proposing an indoor day? No, I'm just just proposing not doing anything. <laughs> I, I think what he's actually proposing is that he doesn't plan anything. I know because that would be planning something. No, oh, okay. Nice. I I think it's the classic catch twenty two. I know. I'm not. I'm not sure if this is really. A good podcast thing, but uh, I, I think we could do the podcast. Well, okay, I'll tell you what I think we could do about a day the... long recording of the <laughs> podcast. Podcast live. That's not what I meant at all. But um, <laughs> <laughs> we could do a live show where it's only the four of us. Yeah, and we're in Portugal. Yeah. Um. Okay, I think that. We should do some kind of grown-uppy things, like do a nice big shop at Lidl um, and buy lots of booze. That feels like a Thursday activity. Yeah, very much so. Well, what time do we get in on Wednesday? I've got... uh, well, we, the flight's at like three o'clock or something, isn't it? So we oh, won't yeah. get in. We won't be there until yeah. sort of like five-ish, six-ish, yeah. depending on travel, etc. So. I'm I'm thinking that's that's Thursday's job is is just do do the the tedious admin. A nice big uh, a nice is, big I know, shop. Very much dance forte. Yeah. Um. That's not going to take all day. No, no, but we'll buy lots of booze and then we can drink it in the house. Okay, that might take all day. Uh, we, I presume we're not. This one isn't anywhere near a winery or. It's close enough. House. We should we're, we're going. Okay. We should go to a winery. Cool. Shouldn't we? By wine. Is Portugal particularly well known for its wine? Uh, reasonably well known. 
Well, I think it's more known for like port and stuff, but you need to make wine to make port. So, um... Dan, just because it's called Portugal doesn't mean that's where the port comes from. Indeed not, but it is <laughs> yes. where the port comes from. Yeah. That seems entirely too silly to be real. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, Dan is right. <laughs> Incredibly, yeah. Dan is right. Next you'll be telling me that Champagne comes from the Champagne region of France. I, I will, yes. So, um, yeah, why don't we just do that? Friday, lovely big hangover. Don't need to do anything. If you have a hangover, that frees you up for not having to go and do stuff, doesn't it? And I mean, that would be very much on brand for us to just get completely fucked the first night and then not be able <laughs> yes. to do anything for the rest of the holiday. Yeah, the I first mean, night's I Wednesday. Mostly... Well, not really. That that barely counts. Well, yeah, we yes, we won't have enough time to get drunk on Wednesday, properly drunk on Wednesday. You know, it'll be yeah. sort of get in, unpack. Because on the continent, you have to start is. getting drunk at like two in the afternoon. Well, you say that, but like when I was in Seville recently. Everyone started getting drunk at 10 o'clock at night and then just kept going, which obviously is going to kill me, but you know. Well, is that just the offset from, like, sleeping for three hours in the middle of the afternoon? I think it must be. That you just don't um, start until later. I went to an almond yeah. tree festival um, in a village, hang on, hang on. and they didn't really start... Was it a festival of a particular tree, or, like, multiple Just trees? almonds in general. Um, oh, okay. But they didn't really start doing anything, including eating, until very late, kind of 10 was the earliest when people started eating, and people were still arriving yeah. after midnight to get their tea, so that sounds really tedious. Mm. I mean, I guess if you've had a couple of hours nap in the afternoon, then you're going to feel better, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'm very much in favour of naps in general. Um... Who's left their vibrator on? It's not. It's the nice lady who lives below me drilling things. <laughs> okay, well, that's one way of putting it. Yeah. I think she is actually drilling things, though. <laughs> Disappointing. But, I mean, um, it's a nice it's a nice bit of variety for the normal noises that we get during your recordings. Yeah, I'm quite impressed, actually. I've managed... Either all the trains have broken, or... Um, I mean, to be fair, it has been a bit hot. Yeah. And also, there's been some rain. <laughs> Are they <laughs> drilling into your flat? Well, no, it's just there's a chimney, and so I think there's like she effectively in the chimney drilling into your flat. Well, she might be, but like I think it acts like a knock sort of on sound the chimney box. and ask if she's in there. <laughs> well, it sounds like it's coming from downstairs. Um, right. Yeah. She might be breaking some kind of noise crime. I don't think so. Have you considered reporting her to the police? No. Why not? There aren't any police in London. You should know that by now. Oh, of course. Sorry, I forgot they all been fired. Yeah. Um, no, oh, not Jesus fired. Christ. In sorry, I pursue other opportunities. Just saw the photo of Boris Johnson with his prime minister jacket. Uh, I'm so happy I managed to react on the spot and just say, "What a dickhead!" <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> I. Yes, it's pretty funny, isn't it? And I'm not even fucking typing, but this is what makes it so upsetting. I might as well just clickety-clackety-clickety-clack. I sort of think that... I, when Boris Johnson became the Prime Minister, even though I knew it was going to happen, it was still very upsetting. 
but I sort of feel yeah. like it, it. there was just an inevitability about it. It was a bit like when Jose Mourinho went to Manchester United. It's like yeah. so many people had talked about that being a thing that would happen that you couldn't yeah, you, you couldn't move beyond it, it until it had happened. Now he is the Prime yeah. Minister. Let's hope it is just short. There is no lasting consequences. It just spectacularly goes wrong. Normal well, I mean, order is restored. Have you seen some of the fun things already? Like uh, Liz Truss turning up for her meeting with the American ambassador with an empty arch lever foil. No, she did actually have some stuff in this. Really? I mean, did I'm she, assuming it was vacuous shit. Did she? Did she actually? Yes. Or did she simply realise afterwards that she'd been photographed with an empty arch lever foil and quickly go and grab some stuff to shove in it so that she could demonstrate that she actually had documents there? I mean, that is possible. Although, actually, that would be, you know, fast on the uptake and um, problem-solving from her. Um, I presume, you know, I mean, it didn't look much. It was enough to be, like, two sides of double-spaced type of just ask him for a trade deal. We don't give a fuck what we're giving. Um, Please, can you you give us trade? We have nothing. Is she the trade who's Majabba these days? I uh, oh, I have no fucking clue who any of them are. They're all so awful that you yeah. just think, what like the problem is right. Normally you look at the mm-hmm. well, what's the worst possible job this person could have, and it's like, well, obviously you know, foreign secretary Dominic Robb. I mean, that kind of goes without saying. Oh, he's like, not he'd be awful at it. And hell. then you look at like you know, Home Secretary. How about somebody who really likes the death penalty? Yeah, that that sort of fits. But yeah. with this trust, he's so bad at everything. Mm. There's no specific role that I can just point to and go. Obviously, it would be suitable for her. So um, like Grayling, he he could be minister in any department and fuck it up. I mean, he's been in minister in most departments. Yeah, so exactly. So I, th- yeah. I think she might just have inherited the spirit of Grayling. Um, ooh, that's a terrifying thought. Mm. I, I don't think so. I think the one the one like silver lining here is that Grayling is gone and is no longer a member of the cabinet. Mm. Um, I was trying to find the thing with the. A list of cabinet. I think Nadine Dorries uh, was a, a low truth point about for your me. medicine cabinet. Yeah, well, oh, I mean, she's, she's a low point for everybody. She's minister for fucking around. Yeah. I don't know. I uh, kept Liz Truss is the oh, she, that's right. Liz Truss has taken over from uh, the disgraced former defence secretary and now defaced disgraced former international trade secretary uh, Liam Fox. Now, I didn't think he was actually disgraced as trade secretary. Like, I mean, let's. Be I don't honest. think he did a very good job. But like, there's in his defence, he, he did quite patiently try and explain. He went ultra Remainer. How? Yes. <laughs> yeah, he was a he was a traitor, wasn't he? A traitor yes. of the people yeah. in trying he, to he, very patiently he explain. Was, he, was, he was seduced by by facts and reality. Yeah. Um, I've this week I've been doing quite a lot of. Um, just, just trying to believe enough in things to see if they happen, um, mm. and despite feeling very optimistic, they just haven't happened. Like, I mean, I have, I have to point out though that is you are basically you are basically just doing what Boris Johnson keeps telling us to do. Yeah, yeah. I thought oh, he's well, which is know, if you believe hard enough, reality will warp <sighs> itself to your will. Yeah, I, I thought I'm very sceptical about this, but. He is my new Prime Minister, and I don't want to be a, a traitor to the people, so I will try and get on board. I'll just try and believe really hard that rather than rather than be at the bottom of the hill in very hot sunshine, I'm at, 
at home in the air conditioning. And just by mm. closing my eyes and believing really, really hard, I just stayed... Oh, Nadine Doris has been appointed health minister. Yes. Who is? Junior health minister. Uh, health minister. Junior health minister, but health minister. And she said, oh, I trained as a nurse. You think, okay, did you qualify as a nurse? <laughs> Yeah. Do you ever work as a nurse? It is always the kind of thing... Yeah, it's always the thing that kind of stands out, isn't it? Whenever somebody says something like that, you, you actually you kind of look at the phrasing and you think, there's a reason you specifically said that you trained as a nurse. Mm. Yeah. I mean, in fairness, having Matt Hancock as the health secretary isn't actually that bad because he gives so little of a shit about the job and so much of a shit about promoting Matt Hancock. Yeah, but the problem is he wants to replace the whole of the NHS with an app. Yeah, but he can't. I mean, he's trying. I know, but he's incompetent. Yeah, but the problem is these people are all incompetent, but that doesn't change the fact they have enough power to be dangerous, even if they're incompetent. Mm. I mean, Chris Grayling was spectacularly incompetent, well beyond any of these people, but he wasn't particularly malicious. He was just awful. He was just terrible at his job, so much so that I don't think he could have actually managed to be malicious because he'd have fucked it up somehow. Whereas these shower of bastards are all actively malicious and possibly just competent enough to pull it off. Uh, you see, I think Hancock is absolutely... I, I, th- I don't know if someone so self-regarding can be malicious, because that would imply that he acknowledges the existence of other people. Um, but, like, he's just hyperfixated on apps, and that just means if people make some apps for him and say, great, these are apps, Matt. Is this like the argument of we should just tell the Brexters that we've left the EU and yeah. then just carry on totally. without I'm, it? I'm Only, com- we, should just, we should just give him a bunch of apps to use and just tell him they've been rolled out yeah. to the whole country. Well, but, but we can, because there's a shitload of health apps out there already. You just have to slap an NHS badge on it. Bob's your uncle. Um, and I think the NHS upper management are quite good at that. And like he's got his own mini department that, you know... Probably won't do anything, but whatever. Um, and then everyone else gets on with everything else in the background. I mean, it's better than fucking Hundle Lansley. Do you know what I'd like to do? Well, I'd like to not Chris. talk about UK politics because it just makes me feel sad. Yeah, I'd like that as well. I, when I get home, here. I'm fully preparing myself to. Basically, you won't be let back into the country. <laughs> well, I, I might sneak in, and then I'm, I'm prepared to be a full-time protester for a couple of months. So mm. good, good news, Dan. That's I'm good. going to be sleeping on your floor, mm. and I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to. Got a spare bed, mate. It's fine. I'm going to allow um, whatever anarchists or communists I find along the way to come with me. And stay in your house. Uh, no, they sound like dirty hippies. So and they can uh, fuck off. well, we, we could wash them. <laughs> It'll be fine. I mean, you could, but I don't have a hose. So, so I, I think when I get back, I'm I'm going to have to take it seriously. But right now, I can't do anything. It's just making me sad thinking about it. I got. Twitter, I was all excited about this flurry of resignations and people walking across the House of Commons and joining the Lib Dems, and none of them did it. I need to find words, I need to find more swear words because I don't have enough to describe all of the people in power right now. Um, 
But just right now, let's just... Have you heard of the Profanisaurus? Uh, I haven't, no. Google the Profanisaurus. Hmm... P-R-O-F-F-A-N-O-S-A-U-R-U-S. Papa Romeo, oh shit, what's up? Amiga, Foxtrot, Alpha, November, Indigo. Is it Roger's Profanosaurus? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it just knew. Um, I'd I'd spelt it close enough. Yeah, um, which uh, um, obviously contains every swear word known to man. Okay, thank you, Dan. I will I will look at this. Hmm. Um, we even got a Twitter account. Hang on, what do they? I think they tweet profane words. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yes. So like, follow their Twitter account, and it's got. Um, Shitloads of bad words. Oh, I can see, like smunt. Indeed. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. I, I, I'll, I'll invest in that, and I'll look at good. it. But in the meantime, I mean, you don't have to. I just thought it would solve the problem you were describing. In the meantime, how is everyone? Um, pretty good. Daniel, have you played Hot, any more? Tired. Poor. Hmm. Daniel, yeah. have you played any more yes. of your um, sleaze ball? Is that what you called it? I mean, might as well. Yes, I have. Sleaze ball. Sleaze ball, and it's mixed teams. Mm. I I get it yeah. now. I was exactly that. Was I had that moment exactly the same as Graham, where I thought, "Aha! I see why Dan's playing this sport." I mean, I'm not being particularly subtle about it. <laughs> yeah. So, what are the rules of um, sleaze ball? Um, you basically have to chuck a ball in a hoop. In a hoop? I thought it was like football. Like so many other... No, no, no it's, it's like it's netball like... and basketball. Oh, okay. It's a, it's like halfway between netball and basketball. Okay. Like you're... It's not... Like, you know with netball you have to stop every time you go somewhere. Not really. Uh, you get to move... No, fine. You get to move a bit. Um, and... You don't have to like be just defending or just attacking, you can do both. Um, okay. But it's not quite as dynamic as basketball. Okay. And what about um, close marking? Because that's... Uh, yes, but you're not allowed to guard the same, the opposite sex. Okay. So, how does that work then? You Well, there's like two... Well, four men and four women on the court at the same time. So you guard one of the men. So if... Or I would guard one of the men. If a lady had the ball and she ran at you, you'd have to run away from her. Is that right? Yes, but she's not allowed to run that far. With okay. Me. But she could unnerve you. <laughs> um, yes. Okay, interesting. But but you could unnerve her equally if you ran towards her. Yes. With or without the ball, presumably. Yep. Yeah. Right, okay. You're not allowed to actually run into people. Yeah. Okay. Or run them over or anything. But you you know, acci- accidents like happen, Dan. Oh, whoops. Accidents do Sorry. Happen. Indeed. We we know your game, we're on to you. 
everyone knows my game. Yeah. So you've been quite so ineffective. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been back. You've played more. Um, mm-hmm. What's it? What's it actually Corf called? Crunt ball. Corf ball. Corf ball. Corf ball. Okay. Yeah. Good. And they let you back yes. in. You didn't didn't do anything yeah, at the barbecue that upset them so much. No. Okay. Good. I can't remember what else happened in the episode I missed, but um, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed your talk about the the um, uh, project sexy time. I enjoyed that. Yes, Graham's project management slash stalking. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Anything to report? I am concerned as to whether or not Graham like acts like this in his role as his actual job. Like, if people are sort of like, no, we don't think this project's, uh, you know, really going to be very successful. We've uh, had a lot of setbacks. And Graham's like, nope, this project is happening whether you like it or not. I mean, it does. Like, he could... 10 out of 10 for commitment, which is half the battle with project management. But unfortunately, you know, 2 out of 10 for competence, which is very much the other half of the battle with project management. Yeah. He could get a job with um, Boris Johnson, though, couldn't he? Probably distressingly easily, although he is technically northern now, so Boris yeah, Johnson might not be able to see him. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be disturbing. What what else happened last week that I missed and can't remember? I mean, basically nothing because it was too fucking hot for anything to happen. No, no the week before. Means the week, presumably, you mean the last yeah. episode. Oh. Uh, it was basically. Oh, that was it. Um, Dan Dan gave us his uh, reenactment. Uh, or at least the details for a reenactment of the time when he lived with some girls. Um, I explained that there were wasps in my loft. Um, mm. And I remember the ro- wasps. I don't remember what this has to do with girls. Oh, there was a brilliant the wasps aren't related Dan. to the girls, Dan. <laughs> it wasn't a case of like you just found some girls living in your loft. That would that would be. I mean both. Fantastic, but also terrifying. I mean, um, well, yes, hence my confusion. Girls don't usually form, like, build nests in your loft. Actually, it sounds like a girl is building a, a nest in Dan's loft during this podcast. <laughs> I was going to say, it's entirely. I mean, yes, that, that is quite possible. Um, I mean, as. Yeah, don't you remember you, you, you gave us the, the lowdown of your uh, sexy encounters with bondage ladies? Oh, yeah. I just didn't understand what that had to do with wasps. It doesn't have anything to do with wasps. Yeah, no, two I understand. Completely that. unrelated things we yeah, have to I discuss get, on the same yes, episode. I, I, I get that. Yeah. And that that only happened once, where you had to um, help. No, I've had wasps quite a few times. <laughs> but yes, you are correct. Chris. Okay. Why was that? Do you think they changed their um, knot tying technique? I mean, Probably. you would think after the first time, you've got to ask Dan to get involved in helping tidy up your sex. <laughs> um, yeah. you, you probably want to take precautions next time. Mm. Quick quick release yeah, knots, exactly. that's the way to go. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, how is, yeah, how is your uh, how's your house with the wasps, or no wasps, and all your wires? Uh, I no longer have any wasps. All the wasps are gone. 
the wires are buried in the wall so I can pretend they don't exist anymore. Nice. That's what we like. Um, they've been plastered over, wallpapered over, and uh, we just pretend they're not there anymore. Hmm. Which is the mature adult way to deal with problems you find in your house. Totally. Hmm. Well, the alternative would have been stripping most of the kitchen ceiling out to find out what the fuck it is that it connects to. Yeah, I mean... And, and that... I mean, the problem is, at that point, it is just... It's just... You just go down a rabbit hole of just thing after thing after thing that you find. And I just didn't want to do that. Ignorance is bliss. Like, I, I don't want to open that can of worms. Yeah, no, I can understand that. Particularly given all the other entertaining history of your house. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, no, we didn't discuss much, clearly. Hmm. This is going to be a fun episode okay. for you to edit, Dan. Well, I've missed you all. Well, the problem is I have Cricket Tour next weekend, so it'll be ages yeah. before I can edit it. I've well, missed you the all. alternative is that Chris edits it, in which case it'll I've... never happen. I mean, that's basically no different. So. Which is what's happened to 169. It's just True. it's gone. We'll never see it again. And it's a shame, because it was quite a good episode. Unlike 166, which is still sitting on my desktop on the off chance that I decide to do some kind of avant-garde performance piece with it, because <laughs> I'm definitely not releasing it as an actual episode. Yeah, again, whispering Chris. Oh yeah, man I remember who that. Talk yeah. loudly because his wife told him he's not allowed to. <laughs> so yeah, um, this this feels distinctly steam running outy. Well, we haven't yeah, really gotten to any any um, any new stuff. What's happening? Well, there isn't anything happening. That's the problem. Yeah, there's basically just politics, which is shit. But the I problem is, it. the whole world is just awful. Yeah. Um, like, literally anything current or interesting that I want to talk about is just horrifying. Do you think that's the like, the real problem, is that when we think back about when the podcast was light and cheery, is it because the world was light and cheery? And now but it was less shit. So yeah. So it's not... It's not well, there is a certain sort it's of... It's not our fault... That we're sadder. No, that the world's I mean, got melancholy worse. In, in looking back and sort of remembering, oh yeah, the world wasn't terrible there, but in retrospect, I can actually see that it was becoming terrible, and oh, ignorance was bliss, I guess. Hmm. Okay. I mean, ignorance is always bliss. What am I saying? Hmm. Well, so, um, we could talk about Graham, yeah, couldn't no. we, in his absence? I'm not sure he'd like well, that. Yeah, but the problem is, unlike unlike normal normal Graham absences, it's not because of anything fun. He's just working. Well, yeah, but working on his masturbating technique. We could. It's not, you know. We could discuss his uh, problem. I don't think that's fair without him being here. I feel like he. I, I feel like it would lack the necessary, and I use this word advisory, advisedly, colour. Um, from the first hand details that he'd be able to provide so I I think we should save that for when Graham is available to give us the the full reenactment. We could tease ahead certainly couldn't we Hmm. I'm not teasing Graham's bottom (laughs) No I can understand that. I mean the only people that would really be teasing would be um, Ruddy William because everybody else is on Hangouts so they they know in, mm. in that's true and they all horrific know about, detail about bum. yeah 
Um, that is definitely the correct description. Uh, yeah, no, I think we should leave that until till Graham returns so that he can do it. Yeah. There was one bit of uh, news last week that I thought you might want to talk about, and that was the um, uh-huh. that was the advice that went out to to women that if you were feeling very very hot, then you shouldn't. Oh yes. Um, you shouldn't put ice lollies in your vagina. And I mean. That was kind of obvious because well, the I was un- answer is you should shove them up your butt. Cause... Well, I was unclear as to whether that was only if you were feeling particularly hot, or ever. Oh, oh, oh! So you think it was nuanced? Is that it won't help cool well, you it's down? Like, is it like? Is it? Would you get? Would you get the sort of genital equivalent of brain freeze because of the the sudden temperature change? Whereas if you're a bit chilly anyway, it's okay because you're not going to get any kind of shock from it. Okay, so I'm not a doctor, and I didn't read any of the articles. But, having said that... I mean, that makes you eminently qualified <laughs> to comment on it. I suspect that the the main issues with it would be that it's... Um, uh, the the sugar and the acidity will affect the, um, the pH levels and could cause some kind of infection or freezer burn. Mm. That's... The freezer burn would be would be my concern. Mm. Yeah. That that's the thing. Like the the risk of infection, all the rest of it. Like I've I've been on the internet. Like you, you see these things all the time. Um, but I would be more concerned about the the risk of freezer burn because you know it's bad enough when you get your tongue stuck to a nice lolly. Mm. Yeah. No. I mean, I can't. I can't think of anything. Okay, naturally, no. Like I was quite crazy in in the heat. You were um, crazy in the heat. <laughs> yeah. How um, many ice lollies did you stick up yourself? I mean, I didn't because the freezers at Sainsbury's were broken, so there were no ice lollies available. <laughs> oh, I thought then they kicked you out for trying. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, I'm guessing someone else has already done that. Okay. Well, I mean, I haven't. I wasn't planning to try it, but. I think if I if I was very very hot, um, I think I'd eat the ice lolly before I did anything else with it. I mean that is the most sensible orifice to shove it in, isn't it? Well, yeah, but then you risk the brain freeze. But what's? I don't want like butt freeze. That sounds awful. Well, I mean yes, but it will help cool down your core quicker than sticking it in your mouth. True. I mean, I'm just I'm just thinking of this from a purely physics perspective, not so much a sticking a nice lolly up your bum perspective. Hmm. I mean, I um. I mean, I guess if you follow Chris's example and just like if you if you deep throat the ice lolly and just kind of swallow it whole, then that would probably help cool your your core down pretty quickly as well. Yeah. I mean, my advice would be to get a uh, a bottle of water and to freeze that and then to put that um, on your neck. Not funny, yeah. but I think that's the best option. You've got a lot of blood flowing through yeah, your neck. I mean, that's you, that doesn't involve putting anything in any orifice. No, that's why it's not funny, is it? Yeah, but I mean, technically there is more blood and it's closer to the surface up your ass. Mm. 
Maybe this I mean, is that, maybe like, this is if you, if you uh, the Calippo, how Graham the right shape. came into difficulties. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, it did, is entirely. It possible. did coincide I mean, exactly, we've all, we've didn't it? <laughs> well, with, yeah. the, with the high temperatures, yeah. yeah. Mm. And I mean, it does mean I'm probably never going to have an ice lolly at his house. <laughs> again. <laughs> again, safe. Mm. Oh well. Would you like to know a thing that I think is brilliant? Okay. I think that the TV show Sherlock is brilliant. And okay. I've only just discovered Which it. One? I discovered it very recently. Sherlock, Sherlock. So, oh, the, the one with the TV Benedict show. Yeah, we, Sherlock, yeah, yeah. Well, no, but there's like a shitload of. Like, there's the. Well, but there aren't any other Sherlock Holmes TV shows called Sherlock. Because there's what's, the one called Sherlock, which is. Got what's the, the stupid American one with Lucy Lou? That's elementary. Alright, well, I couldn't remember what it was called. It might have been called Sherlock. Oh, there's another one I could watch, is there? Yeah. It's got uh, Johnny Lee Miller out of Hackers and also Lucy Lou out of Charlie's Angels. Right. Yeah. And it's called Elementary, but they're they're ladies, is that correct? It's like well, a lady. Johnny Lee Miller is well, no, he's lady. not, obviously. But Johnny she... Lee Miller's a, a man. Oh, okay, fine. I don't know these things. But, but in this in that in this instance, Watson is a lady. Um, but then there's also uh, the Japanese uh, one. Right. Uh, which is called Miss Sherlock. Oh, okay. Which is a lady and, indeed, a second lady. Right. Interesting. Mm. I'm, will, I'm willing to, to. I'm willing to try these adaptations. If, if you're if you're in a Sherlock Holmesy sort of mood, then Elementary and Miss Sherlock are good places. To, I am. I, I've read. I've read every single Sherlock the Holmes of, book of now. Miss Sherlock is that it's only a single series, whereas Elementary's like seven seasons. Oh, that's a lot, isn't it? Oh God! It is a lot of seasons. The thing that um, and it's an American show, so it's like twenty-two episodes a season. The thing that I like a lot about Sherlock is that it, um, it it draws from the original stories, but it doesn't just repeat the plots like for like in an updated way. So I've just recently started reading Sherlock Holmes books. Like I think a year ago I read the first one and now I've read all of them. Um, and when I was watching the TV show, I could see the bits they were drawing on, but I didn't know how it was going to end because the plots aren't the same. It's just really clever yeah, how yeah. it's done. It's just really, really well done. Well, elementary is very much just your kind of standard, like, you know, crime of the week kind of police procedural, but obviously with the kind of Sherlock Holmesy twist of, like, he's a shit, but also can solve crimes. Mm. Mm. I have very sadly, because I've read all of the Sherlock Holmes books, I had to find um, an alternative. So I found Father Brown books, which is similar. Mm. I need to get my Sherlock Holmes fix. So I've had to get some Father Brown. I'm enjoying that the lag randomly just made Chris cut out for a second there. Yeah, it's very good. It's... Mm. Um, 
just kind of randomly freezing. It's like the old days. It, it's a bit I like the old days, but it's not so much a robot. It's just random pauses in what you're saying, and then it carries on. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's because your latency is jumping all over the place, so you're just mm. getting like random set, like half-second delays in your speech. Okay. Can you hear the sneezing at my end? Nope. No. Oh, okay, that's fine. There's some people sneezing next door, but that's not a problem. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you can't hear it. <laughs> 